This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, February 1st, 2021. Happy Black History Month. And this is the first show of 2021. So thank you for joining us. Make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at the Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and never miss a show. Today we have a very special guest, Gail Presidio is a Paris-based plus-size fashion blogger and designer. She is one of the spokespersons of the body positive movement in France and the creator of the French Curves Challenge, a monthly outfit challenge that brings together French-speaking bloggers. In March 2017, she launched Abiola, the first line of plus-size clothing in wax, and recently released her first book, proud to be myself about her path to self-acceptance. And we are so excited to have her on the show today. Let's welcome Gail. Hey. Hello, Shanice. How are you? I'm good. Now, I apologize for probably mispronouncing everything. Tell us how you to correctly say your name. So my name is Gail Prudencio. And you can say Prudencio. It's okay. And okay, uh, so the I'm brand close. is Ibilola. Got it. So were you confident growing up, or was that something you had to grow into as an adult? Oh, I had to learn how to, how to be confident. Uh, even if as a child I used to be always um, happy and daring from what my mom and her sister say, but I feel like uh, growing up, uh, I, I started having low self-esteem, so I had to learn again. Mm. So what were you doing prior to becoming a fashion blogger? Um, I used to study law. Um, I actually was born and raised in Senegal, West Africa, and um, I arrived in France when I was 18 to study law. And then I worked in human resources. Um, and during my studies, I started my blog. So when um, I spent maybe four or five years in the human resources field, I felt like I wanted to do something from my blog and live from the blog, actually. So I decided to stop everything and start blogging for, professionally. Now, I read somewhere that you are a lawyer. Do you still practice law now, or you are an influencer full-time? Yes, I'm an influencer full-time. And uh, I also sometimes I say that I'm still a lawyer because I advocate for plus-size fashion and plus-size women. So you can say that I'm still using the, the skills I learned from, from law school. Right. Now, how did you discover the plus-size community in the first place to get active? 
Um, I uh, discovered the plus size industry when um, I was looking for a um, way to, to dress myself. Um, after having years of uh, diet culture and going on diets and gaining the weight um, again and again, I decided that I wanted to learn how to live in my body because it's like I was actually just fat. So I said, okay, let's try to, to, to be my, myself and live in my body. And what I was really struggling with was um, getting dressed. So I started checking on internet uh, like 15 years ago or even more than that, where to find shoes because I wear 12 white fit shoes and how to find clothing, precise clothing. And I discovered online um, boutiques and forums and blogs. It was the beginning of the blogging thing. Um, and from that, I uh, discovered all the, the stores and brands which were in the USA, in the UK. That's how I decided to go uh, travel to the U.S. to get dressed. Uh, as my brother lives there, he's been living in the U.S. for more than 20 years. So every time I went on holidays, I could go shopping. And that's how I became uh, also uh, an activist for that to, to get uh, clothing here in France. Now, um, what is the difference? between the plus-size community in France um, from the community in America? Oh, the difference uh, is that we are not loud enough in France. We, um, uh, in the, you know, there is this uh, image of the French girl who is slim and white and blonde and smoking and having some croissant. And that every time you are talking and to a, someone and ask how do you, the French woman, we describe this woman. We never describe someone like me. And so many uh, of the French people have accepted that this is how we are all supposed to be. So uh, if we don't have clothing for us, if um, the society doesn't want us, it's okay. So we are not loud about that. And that's everything that I am working against uh, now um, that I also have some uh, public uh, image and I can talk um, in the press, I, I do everything for people to be louder. And yes, it's starting just to, to be different. We are just in the beginning of a kind of a revolution. So you think it's more accepted in America than France? I think it's more, maybe more accepted, but also in America, I feel like um, the the brands know that they it, they actually need to 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 have money, so it's business. So they they will bring the um, give the the clothing and uh, the industry is working a lot, uh, but in France they they would prefer that we send all our budgets. Um, outside the country, in the UK or the US, and not do that in France. Oh, that's interesting. Business. Yeah. Mm. So what has been some of your biggest accomplishments as a blogger and an influencer? Huh. I, I think it's really about my book that I have just released like a week ago. Um, because it's... Um, 
the the whole story of how I started in the blogging industry, how I work, and also how um what's my story with the the diet culture and how I my journey about uh, self love and acceptation. Um, so I think it's really the book. Yes. Well, and well, I know one thing. I was excited you did was you work with Mac Cosmetics. Yes. Uh, a few years ago, uh, that was crazy. For me, it was huge also, yes, um, because, you know, in the USA, we always see um, women of color who are in the um, in the advertisement. We see more that in the USA than in France. In France, it's, oof, and a, a black woman with uh, who is plus size, it never happens. So it was actually the first time they used a blogger in France who is um he, who who looks like me. And yes, that that was really, really great. Yeah, and that was a I big just, accomplishment. Um, yes, and I have just worked with uh Gucci Beauty uh a few what? weeks ago. Yes, with uh Vogue Italia because Gucci is having um uh how we call it the um, foundation and okay. uh, they they did the whole campaign about that with many different people and unique beauty, all the things. So, yes, I worked with them a few weeks ago. Well, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, another one of your accomplishments is that you started your own clothing line. Now, tell me about your clothing mm-hmm. line. Yes, uh, so my clothing line uh, name is Ibilola. And uh, Ibilola used to uh, to be my um, older, older sister name, and she actually passed away when I was uh, 12 years old. And when she was a, a teenager, her dream was to be a stylist. So uh, it was um, the first thing I was thinking about when I decided to have my own brand was to pay an homage to my sister. And um, also the the brand is uh, with the the wax uh, fabrics, uh, which is a lot of colors and prints. And you know, um, when I was a kid, everyone used to tell me, as you are fat, you can't be wearing uh, bold and bright colors. You are supposed to wear black and brown and blue, mm-hmm. and no one has to sh- to see you. You know. So right. I, I decided that if I have a brand, I want. To, the people to see the, the the one who are wearing it. So the wax fabric was the the most obvious choice for me, and I decided to go uh, to uh, my father country, which is Benin. It's also in West Africa. That's where they sell a lot of these prints. Um, so I decided to work there, and it's also a way for me to go back to my roots because I don't really know that country, and work with people who are there with the creatives even. The, um, the tailoring and the, the photographers, the hairstylists, everyone is, uh, lives there. And so it's a way for me to, to show everything about my identity as well, from the, the prints, the, the story, and also the women I want to dress, the precise women. Now, is your clothing line made to order, or did you have, have a lot of things in stock right now? Actually, we work on pre-order, uh, so it's on the 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 e-shop name is ibilola.com. So we uh, we can place the order with uh, the fabrics which are which are available, 
and we need to wait like three to four weeks to get the fabrics and we ship everywhere uh, in the world. Last week we shipped to Los Angeles uh, to a very famous person. So we can't wait for her to to wear the clothes. And yes, we it's on pre-order. Now, uh, what is the price of your clothing in uh, U.S. dollars? So the range play, um, price is between $80 and $170. Right, so it's affordable. Definitely. Um, it's, um, uh, can we say in, in English, uh, just price? Um, mm-hmm. we, yes, it's the, the price is about the, the fact that I work with the seller in, um, in, in Benar. It's more to pay them actually, because what I live for, um, from is the influencing and the brand from now is more, um, also a way for me to, to bring some, uh, some work to some people on the, on my continent actually. And is the only place you can get your clothing is from your website? Are you any in any boutiques yet? No, not yet. It's only on the website. The website from now on, and uh, hopefully in boutiques uh, soon. But I don't know yet. You know, with uh, all this pandemic thing, uh, it's a bit different now. So for now, it's on the website, and the website is in French. So when people want to order, they can. Uh, email me or email on the Instagram and we can help to to place the order. Yeah, your personal website translates to English for me, but the clothing website didn't translate for me. Mm, Exactly, I know. (laughs) We are working (laughs) on it now. (laughs) So how did the COVID-19 affect your business last year? And I guess still affecting your business right now. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So uh, for the closing line, uh, um, the the thing is that the, the 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 month where I sell the most is during April, April to to August during uh, summer, spring summer. So the lockdown started during actually uh, spring last year. So I lost the first month ninety percent of my um. Of the the money I get, I earn every year. Oh no! Uh, so yes, at the beginning it was very. It was like okay, um, for me, it's, it was a problem because I have the influencing um, contract that I have. Uh, it was okay, but for the people I'm working with, uh, it's actually the only the my my brand is now their biggest contract. So it was crazy at the beginning. And then what I, I decided to do, it was to work and to improve the website and mm-hmm. to go back to the, to the basics and uh, see how we could work the storytelling, how uh, I could improve everything with social media, uh, not yet the translation, obviously, but we worked on many things on the website. And then uh, starting from mid-May, uh, the people started um, buying again. The, the collection and we had a new collection and everything because as I I uh, sell everything from Benin I couldn't even have the clothes shipped to France because of the lockdown. Wow. But yes, it was it was a bit crazy at the beginning and then when um, I started working again from the basics 
and um, had the new collection shipped in, in mid-May. Many, many things happened after that because I had the opportunity to do the full-figure fashion week on digital, um, mm-hmm. which for me was a very a, a big accomplishment because I used to go to the full-figure fashion week as a little baby blogger. And so, right. as, um, yes, as a designer, it was really great. And after I had the TV come to my place to uh, to talk about uh, plus size fashion and fat phobia and how people were trying to cope with that, so it helped uh, have the the brands uh, going more uh, up and improve uh, the yes the what it, we earn, um, but it was that easy. Did your um, government give out um, money there to people in need that couldn't work? Yes. Yes, in France, we uh, had um, for some some people, many people could um, access to that money, but now it's only for the, you know, restaurants because the restaurants are closed. I don't know if it's the same in the U.S., but here the restaurants are closed. Um, so now they are the only one who can get that money. Ah, oh, well, that's too bad. That means everybody mm-hmm. can't get it. <laughs> So, yeah, so just in the beginning for the first two months. Got it. So I want to talk about your book a little more. You released mm-hmm. your first book. Now, did this come about because of the pandemic and you had more time, or had you been working mm-hmm. on this book for a long time? You know, I I have been working on it for four years. Oh, okay. Uh, I was looking. Yes, I have been looking for an editor for um, two three years. I had some editors, um, some uh, meetings with some editor. I had many no, a lot of no. Some uh, one told me, you know, your book, we are not able to sell it um, because uh, it will only uh, interest uh, black and fat women. So here in France, no one will want to buy it. Wow. So, uh, yes, that was, that was crazy. And um, so I decided to keep on working on what I wanted to do and to keep on growing. And then um, at the beginning of last year, I, uh, um, I had a new editor who contacted me and asked me uh, if I would like to, to write a book. I was so excited. So I, um, I guess the, the plan, the summary of the book, and finally, it was actually not uh, a good editor. It was a kind of a, a scam. But what's good is that it gave me the motivation because I had the summary, and actually everything was almost ready. So I started emailing some other editors. I went on LinkedIn, and I started texting, emailing, emailing. And I got some yes, two yes, um, and I had to choose. Uh, one of these editors, when I emailed her, she told me, oh, I saw your Instagram. I wanted to contact you, but you know life. But for, for you, yes, we want to work with you. It's okay. So now I'm working with them. And um, I, uh, I wrote uh, the most part of the thing during the lockdown. And uh, wow. yes, that's, that's how it went. Mm. So you've been doing all of your book promotion online because you can't go anywhere right yes but here as uh we can we can go to the tv show so i um i get some interview 
uh, yes, most of the promotion is online. We can't do the book signing, but uh, we still have the the TV and the radio. You know, as the um, people are very stressed with all this COVID thing, so they need uh, some other subjects. And uh, here uh, in France, uh, two weeks ago, there was a um, very, very sad phobic show uh, on TV. So with my book, which is talking about uh, fat phobia a lot, it's um, it's a good timing. So the the press is really interested about the book. Nice. So where mm. can your book uh, be purchased? So it can be purchased uh, online um, on every every book like Amazon or French website. For now, it's in French. Uh, but hopefully it will be uh, translated. I, I hope when if the book works here, they uh, some some other editors can um, ask for the rights to translate. So I hope it will happen. And now it's on Amazon. Got it. So do you have anything else happening that we can be on the look uh, lookout for? Uh, just be here online creating my content because life uh, goes on. There is the book, but it's a, it's a bit strange because there is all this press about my, my book and my work, but I'm actually on my real life, which is creating content, doing my pictures, my videos, and uh, still uh, sharing about suicide sessions and more lifestyle as well. So I keep on um, working for brands to be more inclusive. So that's that's um, what I'm doing at the moment. And you said you have a uh, brother that lives here in America. You haven't been able to see mm-hmm. him in a while, right? Uh, well, actually, uh, we um, were able to, to meet in, um, in Senegal uh, in December. The whole family decided that uh, we, we all needed to, to reconnect after all this this year. So they they were able to travel from um, Atlanta. They live in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, so um, we could meet during uh, December. And, yes, now they are back in the U.S. So, yes, we were lucky enough for that. Yeah, you were real lucky. That's awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yes. before you go, tell us your official mm-hmm. website and your social media pages. Okay, my official website is gaelprudentio.com and everywhere on internet, gaelprudentio, you will find me for the social media, for everything. And do you have a different uh, website and social media for your clothing line, right? Yes, the name is Ibilola. And it's Ibilola.com. And is, is that's what it is on the social media too? Yes, yes. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> but it's okay. It's I-B-I-D-I-L-O-L-A. Bilola. I want you to come back on this show maybe next year, and I'm going to write down the phonetic spelling, and I just have to okay. practice. Because I know a little bit of French. I just let it go. Uh-huh. 
Because you know I'm in Louisiana oh. where we have the French influence. I just have yes, to practice. I just mm-hmm. have to practice more. <laughs> okay. So every anytime we can travel again, I really hope that you will visit uh, us here in France. And we'll be very happy to have you. Yes, you know, I always tell you, I, it's on my bucket list to get out there because I've mm-hmm. never been, and I definitely want to come for sure. Yes. So, so, so fingers crossed. <laughs> well, thank yes. you so much for being my guest thank on the show so today. I learned so much about you today. It was awesome talking oh. to you. And continued success on all of your projects. Thank you. Thank you very much and see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And so thank you to my guest today. She is absolutely fabulous. Make sure you support all of her projects because we love to see body positivity happening, not just in America, but around the globe. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com.